1: Welcome back to our podcast within a podcast pottering around the wizard in disguise because he was banned from the hogshead two decades ago of Mangum Reads. We are three muggles who are actively wondering if uh, UNC men's basketball team might benefit from practicing the sloth grip role. My name is Sarah. I am joined as always by my co-host BJ and Spencer. How are you all doing?
0: Thoroughly amused and happy to be back after a long recess. We're back! I don't know if it's a literal recess because I never know understand how BJ publishes these things, but for us, it has been a long time.
1: I think it's been a long time for the outside world, too. Yeah. Uh, BJ, how are you doing? I am doing well.
2: Um, I I am in paper now. Um, I actually have a book in front of me. Big This news. is wild. Um, it's been a really long... Well, I only have one Harry Potter book. It happens to be this one, and so it
0: works out well. Yeah. Um, we, we we were discussing before podcast about whether it is a fundamental sin to write in your own book, uh, with BJ kind of defending it, both Sarah and I just giving him angry looks.
1: Oh no, I am uh, I am very pro writing in your book. Right? Is
2: exactly. it just me? Yes, it's it just you. No, 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 no. It is not just you. I am I am on the camp of it is a sin, but it's Harry Potter. I'm never like the, the likelihood that I will ever crack this book again is basically zero. Because even if I do reread it, it'll probably be on Kindle or maybe I'll listen to the audiobook or something. Um, Also coupled with the fact that Jesus died for your sins and if you don't sin, (laughs) he died for nothing.
0: That's a way of looking at it.
1: (laughs) Oh boy, somebody's gotten saltier during our break. (laughs) Not possible. (laughs) So we are, although it took us much discussion to figure this out, uh, we are on chapter 17 (laughs) of the fifth book of Harry Potter, Educational mm-hmm. Decree Number 24. Um, we have some segments that we do here.
2: We have a wrap. seem to remember them sometimes. There's sometimes a wrap up. There's sometimes like a, a no, thing. You're gonna I mess say me say up if we
1: do this. Uh, we have a rapid fire recap. <laughs> we have BJ's Wizard weezes newbie's notes with Spencer, we award house points, and then there are questions and queries and qualms and quibbles, but it has been so long since we've talked about this that you cannot possibly have anything that you're questioning in this chapter. You're just <coughs> experiencing it in its pure form.
2: It's, it's not gonna be quarrelsome at all. Nope. It'll just, you no. know. So I do have a quibble early on. What is
1: going on here? Co- completely off
0: script already.
2: Well, but this is how we do everyone because, I'm sh- I, like I, I have no idea if we talked about it the last time. Which is, this hand is is wild. I don't understand. Oh, oh in the picture the yeah, it has five fingers, so it is, I guess anatomically correct. But like, it does look like there's one extra. It is it is a completely wild thing in the world. I don't understand why, like, drawn hands, if they're not very, very correct look wrong with the right number number of fingers.
1: It does have a sort of, like, uh, optical illusion-like quality um, yeah. mm-hmm. to it. There are I mean, five fingers it there. It looks
2: like Anigo Montoya is going to, like, try and... <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's an and excellent they- call.
0: This isn't the category of things of when they're drawn realistic, they look less realistic.
2: But also, like... I may, it probably also has something to do with the proportions, because like the size, the size of any fireplace and the size of this hand are just so wildly incongruous. That's, that it's kind of hilarious.
1: That's certainly what? true. I've also never seen fingernails that look like painful to have before.
0: <laughs> it, until we find out later that it's Umbridge's hand with rings and painted nails and everything else, mm-hmm. I assumed it was a gauntlet. <laughs> I, I thought. You thought it was. I thought it was like
1: thanos coming out of the
0: (laughs) i thought it was a mailed fist in some shape or form
2: okay instead of having the infinity stones it's the
0: infinity gels or something and (laughs) equally intimidating in in, in each universe uh but sarah as often we do for the rapid fire recap we have you choose whether you want to make a bet or whether it's just two minutes hell or high water it's been an age since you've done one of these. You be for
1: a challenge? There will be no bet being made.
0: Do not blame you at all. This um, is also a pretty thick chapter in terms a, of things going on. It's
1: a pretty thick chapter. I will warn you in advance that um, my recap gets thinner towards the end of it. Um.
2: <laughs> you don't what? say. This has never happened before. Don't worry about
0: it. As always, we give BJ sole arbiter rights to decide whether your recrap is fulsome enough so as to justify the points you are or not
1: awarded. Yeah, or, um, f- yeah. We we get to the end of this chapter, and it's a lot of one sentence scenes going on. That happens. Right. Yep.
0: Well, I diligently found the stopwatch I've been using rather than the nine I've got reserved, so I am ready. Whatever you are.
1: Knowing that they're doing something about Umbridge in the ministry has things looking briefly up, but then there's a new educational decree that appears from the High Inquisitor of Hogwarts. All organizations, teams, and clubs are banned until they get express permission to reform from Umbridge. Immediately realizing it can't be a coincidence, Harry and Ron start speculating on who snitched. But Hermione knows that no one at the meeting could have blabbed. She cursed the paper they all signed. In the Great Hall, everyone at the meeting is concerned, but they're ready to go with the plan in secret. But then Angelina drops the bomb that all teams means all teams. Gryffindor Quidditch has to petition to reform too. Harry promises to behave. Hedwig shows up in uh, History of Magic with a letter for Harry, but she's also hurt. Harry begs off sick and squirrels her away to Grubbly Planket, but gets waylaid by McGonagall, who's horrified he's gotten another detention. GP thinks Hedwig's been attacked by something. McGonagall susses out that Harry's been sending messages to Grimold Place. Hedwig stays with GP. Harry and the letter go with McGonagall, who would like him to bear in mind that the channels of communication in and out of Hogwarts are being watched. Sirius wants to meet in the fireplace that night. Hermione's not surprised that letters in the flu network are being, might be watched, but there's no choice. They can't warn Sirius in time, and we'll just have to chance it. And then they run into Malfoy, who's popping off about Slytherin getting Quidditch permission immediately because of his father's connections. Hermione's warning Harry not to rise to the bait, but when Malfoy suggests it's high time for Arthur Weasley to be confined to St. Mungo's, it's Neville who tries to take a swing at him. Snape appears, takes Gryffindor points, and they head into potions where Umbridge is, Umbridge is observing and prods at the fact that Snape wanted the Defense Against the Dark Arts job and never got it. Then he's got Divination, where Trelawney spends the class raging against the assessment she got from Umbridge. Umbridge is still dangling the Quidditch, uh, Gryffindor-Quidditch team above them, so they just catch up on work until Sirius shows up in the fireplace. Sirius chides them for holding their Defense Against the Dark Arts meetings at the Hogshead. Monungus was there as a Veiled Witch. Molly asks Sirius to tell Ron he wasn't allowed to be in the group, but Sirius thinks the whole thing is a great idea. The conversation is cut off as uh, his head disappears and a stubby, short-fingered, ringed hand gropes through the flames.
0: With seconds to spare, well done, Sarah. Return to form. <laughs> One fifty-seven, fifty-six.
1: Hot out the gate. Who's GP? Grubbly Plank. Uh huh. I said her name <laughs> once. I know. It is standard to <laughs> use one's full name the first time and then abbreviate thereafter. Don't give me that. Grubbly Plank has a lot of syllables in it.
0: There was a presumed parentheses here and after, blah, <laughs> Close parentheses, understood.
1: Correct. And
2: to be fair, you guys go by G-Dub. So that's true, I, like, yeah. it, it, I
1: hard identify it, with it. Of, of all people. <laughs> this is just what you do. Yes. So, all right, that's what happens in the chapter... BJ more or less have
0: to
1: <laughs> more or less all right so
0: we're we're in that weird whiz, whiz, uh, wheezing territory where both you and i are newbies so yeah these
1: what two segments do you have?
2: So, so there is that but but we are we're also in the chapters and you know i keep saying this and you know i'll figure out what i'm what i'm doing maybe we have some some changes but not not in our first one back after our hiatus where mm. stuff's not as funny as it was i mean there are like like funny bits but but we're we're getting much more into uh we're leaning more grimdark than 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 the, the goofy
0: <laughs> yeah. earlier books. Yeah. Warhammer 40k me is very amused.
2: Uh, so but there are things that, that we have to talk about. Like the wild ass capitalization of this this uh order. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. I I don't know if the Kindle version has this, but the High Inquisitor of Hogwarts The H's aren't capitalized.
1: No, it doesn't look look like it.
2: Uh, Or or maybe like the the danglies are are special enough that that is a capitalization. I don't know if it's, it it can't be the font. This is, this is just a wild thing. So student organizations, societies, teams, groups, and clubs are all capitalized. Are are they, are they that much of a thing? Like, I think they're (sighs) indicating
1: them as as legal entities. Spencer, this is more your... (laughs) I'll get behind this,
0: yes. (laughs) They're they're in the school charter. They have to be officially identified by, you know, this is indicating they are defined terms.
1: But honestly, Uh, the capitalization in here does remind me of uh, BJU. You you still live in North Carolina. Spencer, you at one point lived in North Carolina. Um, There is, for reasons passing all understanding, um, on the signs in restaurant bathrooms indicating that... Employees have to wash their wash their hands. The ones that come specifically from whatever, like health services, whatever the yeah, yeah. the actual title the of it, health or
2: whatever,
1: yeah. They are officially from that service, and they have wildly inconsistent capitalization <laughs> in them. I'll have to check that. <laughs> it bothers me there. every I mean, time. It looks like I this The
2: punctuation is also sketchy at, at best. I
1: don't know. I couldn't. I can't get past the like. They capitalize every word in like regular paragraph sentences so (laughs) unclear to me (laughs) who drafted this and who approved it Um, but it looks an awful lot like no student organization society team group or club may exist without the knowledge and approval
2: yeah Um, also educational degree number 24 is is capitalized that that is kind of wonderful Um, the other thing and I know this is obviously a thing, but the twenty-four is hyphenated, is probably British, like it—it it has to be, like the, this can't be just a, a J.K. Rowling po- poible,
1: but like it's kind of wild. I would have hyphenated it. Okay, Spencer, would you—you hy- <laughs> you would hyphenate twenty-four, wouldn't you?
0: Uh, usually, yes. Yeah. I
1: really? think what might be throwing you off. Uh, maybe I'm wrong but is it maybe that the so educational decree no, this is really great radio uh, edu- <laughs> educational decree number 20 all of those are capitalized and then the 4 after the hyphen isn't capitalized
2: yeah I, I also probably because of the writing that I do just don't ever write out numbers this high that's true uh, it, is,
1: it is sort of standard to after like 10
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah
1: make them numerals. Yeah.
2: Um, this seal is very entertaining to me. Um, the
1: Ministry of Magic seal that has been yeah. faithfully reproduced at the bottom of
2: <laughs> Yes, um, it, it, it just entertains me that, like, all right, you all are going to go to the effort of paying to have this printed. We're going to have this basically specially done for, I mean, honestly, it would have been even funnier if this was back in the day where you actually had to like set type um, because that, that would have just been amazing. Um, and, you know, probably at this time, she had the popularity and poll to be like, no, y'all are going to fucking carve a seal, and it's going to be in all books. That's <laughs> the
1: screen, guys. Um, oh, sorry, I didn't... The she, until you got to the end of that, the she could have been J.K. Rowling or Umbridge, and I thought it was Umbridge.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's also really funny to think, that it's just like, you could this letter by magic and duplicate it by magic, presumably. Mm-hmm. However, I'm going to make somebody at the ministry and uh, take take a wax stamp and do each and every one, and we're gonna send it to everybody, like, individually at Hogwarts so everybody knows, and it's posted everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, I kind of want to know, like, the painting's reaction to, to this, and if we ever get it, because they have to have read it. Like, it's right next to it. Sure. Or it's, like, right across the... Anyway. Um, I imagine that that would be a very funny, like, uh, experience.
1: Oh, you know right. that rumor so, is spreading, like, wildfire through the corridors and up and down the stairs. Yeah.
2: Um... This, this could be the gap. Have we met the gargoyles before? I don't think so.
0: I had no memory of them at all.
2: We, we've been near a staff room before, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. And, or I assume that, like, the times that we've gone for tea and met with teachers, we've been at the, the staff room.
1: We specifically went to the staff room in, in book two when Harry and Ron were trying to get Lockhart to come and deal with go into the, get him to the chamber of secrets. Okay. Thank you. And there weren't any gargoyles there, I don't think, but I love the idea of the gargoyles talking.
2: I also think it's funny that, that the gargoyles might be like completely capricious as to when they talk or not. (laughs) Um, Just a, (laughs) I'm on break. Yeah. Of the students every so often, but most of the time it's just like, it's a little bit too much effort. Mm -hmm. Um, or a little bit more like the show where you know the sun needs to be down or whatever or it needs to be a certain time of day Mm -hmm. um sunny jim what on earth like is this something that that anybody is this a thing that's a british thing yeah it's a very british thing i have i've consumed a lot of television british television i've never heard this
0: well, there's almost like a thing of of gargoyles being cockney. I was just going like? to say, it's a very cockney thing, I think. I, I don't know why that's a trope of of cockney
1: gargoyles, but it's in keeping. <laughs> I'd like to think that all around and the world, it doesn't matter if you're actually in <laughs> the middle Isles of Britain, Britain or not. Yeah. So, I wonder why...
2: why accents like everybody gets because because vampires get like austrian like air mm-hmm. area trans like that area accents um i guess gargoyles or cockney it, it'd be great if in the movies they just carried that through to like random other things like house elves are french <laughs> like no particular reason but we're just gonna make the house elves have french accents mm-hmm. and um Let's see what else is gonna. What else? What other random things are are gonna talk? And you know, we'll just give them. You know, this the the uh uh the bankers that they're gonna be Italian. Yeah, it seems reasonable.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. I,
0: I enjoy that for like when they're adapting a Japanese anime, if a character speaks in purposely archaic Japanese, or whatever else, how they choose to betray that when they adapt into mm-hmm. English or to do a dub or whatever else. Those kind of how you, how you accommodate certain language differences or characters in different languages when you're translating into different languages mm-hmm. is delightful, mm-hmm. how they choose to do that.
2: So, uh, somebody's going to need to have like a heavy Scottish accent. Um, sure.
0: Like, like, like there's, an, there's an anime called Hellsinger, where one of the characters is a uh, Catholic priest, and so in the adaptations, they've typically just made him, for some reason, exceptionally Scottish. <laughs> it's a choice. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of huh. wild.
2: Um, I, I think we knew this. I don't remember. Um, and I'm gonna skip something and come back to it. But Wilhelmina, um, that's that's a wild name to have. I, you know, I I like it. Um, I don't remember that we knew pink Plank's first name. I don't think
1: we did. I think this is a a revelation. This is.
2: Is is she a transplant from from one of the other schools? Because it feels like she could come from uh, the school that's clearly Russian.
1: Uh, I'm blanking on its name. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Wilhelmina is very German, and I don't know that there's a school in Germany. So maybe she just had to find a place.
2: I mean. The UK, they've repaired relations with the UK, so you know. I guess
0: she could be more of the British monarchy. Come to we're going with, going with German names here. That's true.
2: <laughs> that that that's true. Um, let's see. What else do I have? It's it's so weird. Now I get to flip through pages to to look for the notes that I've scribbled in them. This is this is <laughs> kind of tactile. Weird.
1: It's nice, isn't it? It's great. Um, Welcome. We're,
2: we're, we're doing an <laughs> ASMR <laughs> podcast of him turning the pages. <laughs> yes, and you can actually hear it. Unfortunately for you, um, Thestrals. Yeah. Yeah. What are Thestrals, and why is this the laziest thing that you ever have? Because I guess it's a Kestrel, and um, we put a TH because they're
1: magic-y? So the Thestrals, we got a lot about at the beginning of this book. Okay. Um, they're the things that uh, that pull the carriages when students are first arriving at Hogwarts, and Harry had never been able to see them before and it, at the beginning of this book he's all of a sudden able to see them and bonds with luna lovegood quote-unquote bonds oh. with luna lovegood over them yeah, yeah. well yeah, I completely yeah. Lovegood. he's but he's very concerned forgot about that, that. other person did we know that, that
2: they were thestrals mm-hmm.
1: huh yeah they were talked about in like they were called i think luna knew they were called thestrals
0: i, I have a nasty tendency to ignore whatever luna is saying and now i'm regretting that because <laughs> yeah thestrals you're gonna want to stop not...
1: that spencer <laughs> She just says things, but vestals do not
0: hard. stick in my head all. I know all. it's hard.
1: Yeah, but they're, those are, that's what they are. So that's why they're coming up again. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so they're more like horse-type
1: things? Yeah, they're like, like winged horses. Oh, they're nightmares. They're skeleton, right. yes, like skeletal winged horses with, yeah. I think, glowing okay. eyes. Maybe, like, they're actually real scary. That, in some ways, is kind of more wild that you have a
2: winged horse that did maybe did something to to an owl
0: yeah winged demonic horses winged invisible demonic horses flying around eating owls is something out of a um do we ever get flying
2: like thestrals out in the wild or is this just a they're a hogwarts mode of transportation and it's just a thing
1: we only see them at we only see them at Hogwarts, but we do. Yeah, they do exist in the wild. I think we get at least you know textual evidence here that that, that they exist in the wild, and we do actually end up. I mean, spoiler, I guess, but they've come up several times already. Like they're coming. They're going to yeah. be a thing. In there. Yeah,
0: I'm. Yeah. Um, I'm perfectly willing to believe that half the species on the Hogwarts grounds are just invasive species that Hagrid's introduced. <laughs> None, none of them are actually native here. He just finds them in bars, and now they're just running rampant, just dominating the landscape now.
1: Hagrid, responsible uh, for kudzu. Are yes. There are a lot are of regardless? questions happening here in this segment that anyway. is not <laughs> question-related.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's We'll <laughs> have stuff later. I also want to comment that it seems like every possible thing that is introduced that isn't a wizard in and a good or bad camp basically it's evil and we just don't know how evil it is yet and we'll get there eventually don't worry uh but like all all things on hogwarts campus are going to be in he who shall not be named's camp and they're just wandering around the hogwarts grounds for right now (laughs) um and we're just getting more and more evidence that like
1: half tamed (laughs) yeah waiting for the call (laughs) of their master
2: I mean, th- <laughs> there is no way that Dementors don't ride Thestrals. <laughs> oh, they fly. God. They don't have to ride anything. Yeah, but, like, why fly when, when you don't have to put the the effort in? Like, people walk and horses walk. Like, why do people ride horses? That's a wild thing in the world. Like, no. If something else flies and can do it better and faster than you and you can put less effort in, like, uh, of course they're going to ride these Thestrals. It's just interesting if they don't and that they don't i think that that is a major oversight of that they're clearly evil they're clearly on the the other side and that they're not ridden is just a somebody didn't think about it because this is painfully obvious it,
0: if if this isn't a thing bj's going to start making fan art now to make it a thing
1: oh boy all right well <laughs> yeah, what else uh, you got
2: bj <laughs> Oh, I have many more things, but apparently they have to be saved for the end of the podcast. So Yeah, if there's a question
1: mark on them, they in fact do need to be saved for the end of the podcast.
2: If there's an exclamation point on them, I, th- I think, you know, they can go either place. That there happens to be a question mark near that exclamation point <laughs>
1: means that, that it can go in either spot. I think that's a rhetorical question. Doesn't that indicate a rhetorical question? Sure. And I,
2: I, I think rhetorical questions can go either in Wizard Wheezes or in questions.
1: Spencer.
0: <laughs> All right. Newbies notes. Uh, first thing was actually kind of heartwarming. It's both heartwarming and tragic. It was nice to see Harry for a brief moment actually think that people admire him for a second. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't really realized until he said that how incredibly rare that thought has been in his brain. Is that yeah. I hadn't really ever pondered This is like one of the first moments he's ever actually thought, huh, people outside of my immediate friend group like me or admire me or, you know, think good things about me. And it hurts all the more that thought disappears from his mind in like five pages into this chapter, just because it tracks so much with respect to that kind of mindset that that would be the first casualty. Mm -hmm. The first element of paranoia comes in, the brief fleeting thought that the world may have positive things about, thoughts about him disappears. So yeah, that was, I mean
2: but I think it also really tracks well with people. Like It does. That they, they I mean as you start getting to be in this age, there there are other, like you're more well known in your class or whatever and you might pay attention to people above you or below you. And I think to be fair, that this is people are impressed by him or uh think well of him not as the Gryffindor seeker, because I yeah. feel like he has sure. a, a lot of that there mm-hmm. you know, why Quidditch is so important to him, mm-hmm. but like
0: That's a I mean, kind
2: of, it kind of has nothing to do with him as a person right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it has to do with him as a main character mm-hmm. um,
1: and I it's I a agree. sort of transactional understanding of why people are liking him too, right? If you do good things on the Quidditch yeah. pitch we will mm-hmm. like and admire you um, but this is a more, as you were saying, it's a, it's, it's not conditional really on anything. It's based on on who he is and and what yes, what he's good at. Um, right. Mm-hmm. But that's but so it's Harry
2: Potter as opposed to the Gryffindor seeker. It yes. literally yeah. wouldn't matter who the Gryffindor seeker was. Mm-hmm. It matters mm-hmm. that they score points for Gryffindor, and I mean, yes, like that happens to be filled by Harry Potter. But this is a, like a little bit more of his personality, like his innate like his i guess innate abilities which is sort of like why it like i think we're hemi and haunting on it because like if he Mm. wasn't a surprisingly powerful wizard sure most people would just be like all right whatever
0: well it's not just i think it's two 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 factors as well it's it's that they also specifically sought him out which yes. is a unique different direction. Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, I put on the cloak and then therefore they come. It's that I was at a bar and the entire class showed up just because they heard I was going to be there. Yeah. But, and, um, and it's more about his experiences, to be fair. That's rather the other th- thing. Mm-hmm. It's, than what just his... yeah, it's what he's lived through and endured. It's not just I can wave my magic wand around very successfully. It's that I've done so against the freaking Dark Lord and lived to tell about it. Let's discuss that for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in terms of titles, is High Inquisitor really up there on the list of "Are We the Baddies"? It's like, is can, are there ones that are more just "I am evil and loving it" than High Inquisitor? Really, <laughs> the question is, is it unexpected, Spencer? <laughs> no, at this point, no, at all. Like all Monty Python jokes, no. <laughs> Uh, I'm somewhat amused that Hogwarts is apparently imposing a zero-COVID policy with respect to group meetings right now. (laughs) Uh, uh, It it has alternative uses, uh, as we see with uh, Umbridge right here. And it's really... uh, The amount of a coup that she's pulling with respect to this in terms of wielding the power to expel people, which Dumbledore never even flirts with... No. ...while having axiomatic individual power of God control over what student organizations exist, and making no effort to hide it. This is a brazen power grab that allows her to just individually decide to what degree student social workings can continue to exist on whatever tailoring she likes.
2: And I think the, like this is kind of an interesting thing in general because it feels like all of these things are like aren't on the rules anywhere but are tradition and mm-hmm. so like you have i imagine that mcgonigal is trying to decide what to do about this off screen and i don't know if we're ever gonna get it but like the amount that she's invested in in Gryffindor quidditch is <laughs> a little bit wider for like who she is otherwise <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, she clearly likes a good romp with pretty much anybody that, that you know, has a pulse. And, you know, I, I think, to be fair, like, if she was alone at home, might be pounding butter beers and, and cheering on Quidditch. But, like, <laughs> I mean, look, look we, what we have on screen... Is is a diehard devotion to at least one team in quidditch. There's no this way this is you true. Watch professional quidditch. Absolutely, she clearly, is a fan, and I don't imagine that she's a quiet fan. That she's sitting and like knitting. There's just no way.
0: She would be in Qatar right now for the World Cup. Yes.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying, like that there that there is. She would be a cheesehead. She would be a cheese head that you would never expect, and it's mostly in her home. But, like, during playoff season, it'd just be like, that is a big hat. Like, where did you get that?
1: Mm-hmm. That is wild. Listen, as an unexpected professional wrestling fan, I hard identify with McGonagall in this moment.
0: <laughs> uh- she knows is a surprisingly terrifying phrase to be continually repeated throughout this chapter. Yeah. Because it is delightfully insidious and completely outside of their control now that it's out there in the universe. Yeah.
2: And I think this is also sort of getting to um, the the insidiousness of, like, sides in power. Like, because mm. you, you don't know who's agreeing with her. I mean, you know that there are a bunch of Slytherins that are just going to run to her. Sure. Because they can wield power that way i mean very clearly they've sort of done this with the ministry of magic and now that we have somebody that is wildly like in infiltrated with the ministry of magic there that there are going to be a whole bunch of people i also find it interesting and there's part of me that that is a little disappointed Hermione isn't this way, that she completely reviles like the thought of having Umbrage there and like dealing with Umbridge and whatever else. There's a part of me that wants her to to like try and get Umbridge to enforce rules that Hermione wants enforced. Because that that's something that was a like sincere part of her character up until it was like well the rule enforcers are bad now and so i don't really care about like i kind of care about them and i i will say it every so often but not in a i'm actually going to do something about it
1: i think the problem With? with that here though is that like we don't have i mean we don't have any evidence that umbridge is enforcing any rules other than her own so like umbridge isn't a rule follower and yeah, she's she, not enforcing she's a de- rule following. She's enforcing her own... Yeah, I, I just code. think it
2: would be, like, an interesting little bit for... I, I feel like I want Hermione to, very early on, been like, oh, we have a rule enforcer here. The, there are some rules that I want enforced. Her doing it once and Umbridge just coming down on her. Mm-hmm. And then her realizing that, like, this is not what this is. But, mm-hmm. like, she clearly immediately realizes it, which feels a little wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't, I mean, I I get, I take your point, but I also feel like there was, it's, it's a little bit, it's tricky because there was that prior interaction between Harry and Umbridge, so it's not like Hermione is coming in completely, um... Yeah, but she dislikes Snape,
2: but like, accepts that these are the rules that Snape has, Mm -hmm. so I feel like that,
0: anyway... Umbridge is a fun analysis on the subject of where she is officially on the side of order and the rules, but she's treating it as a despot. The rules are what she sets in a given moment, right? She's not a martinet, she is a dictator, and that's the means by which she's wielding the rules. Yeah. Uh, I do really love Hermione's blind spots of where she's smart, she's capable. In some ways, she's more street smart than even, you know, her, her companions, but... The fact that she's legitimately shocked that talk that holding a secret meeting in a public place at a pub <laughs> might have security repercussions <laughs> is... It's authentic. This is a mistake that they would make. It also just has me having the exact same response as Sirius said as just being politely amused at their stupidity. Yeah. I, th- this very much feels like we're going to go somewhere that we're not allowed and... That means means it's safe, mm -hmm. right? It's like we're going to go where we're not allowed. That means that no one that would be where we are from would be there. It's like, even if that were true, the people that are there are allowed to report back because we now know that Mundungus was there, oddly in drag, which just seems (laughs) interesting, just thrown on. Um, But plainly, all the rest of the people are there. Are not the most reputable individuals in the world would happily sell information to the highest bidder, even assuming one of them just isn't straight up on Umbridge's payroll or a spy on her behalf already. I don't know. Uh, hopefully this kind of moment... Well, at least they're pondering more security in the future, but this this being the the starting point kind of suggests there's going to be some growing pains going forward. Uh... The, no, the strict rules on no boys allowed in girls' spaces suddenly feels oddly prophetic for where J.K. Rowling is now going with respect to trans women. Yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there and leave it. Uh, I'm now reading these books in a much more modern lens. Uh, I will give credit to Hermione, though. Uh, her jinxing the signed contract? Genius. Well done. Uh, her consciously being the only person that's trying to actively avoid everyone clustering together in public for the sake of avoiding suspicion. On point. Kudos. She is learning. She has mixed talents in terms of the secrecy field, but she's the one person that's clearly trying, and I will give her credit there. (laughs) For some reason, among the things that piss me off the most in the text, and it's in text, I'm supposed to be pissed off, is the frequent and flagrant disseparate treatment of houses. Mm, the mm -hmm. the fact that Slytherin gets the Slytherin uh, Squidditch team gets approved on day one but Gryffindor doesn't totally saw it coming still pisses me off more than anything else when I see it that this is like they're treating this like oh my god how could she do this and I'm looking like saying they've been doing that since book one page (laughs) 20 this
1: is just how the school runs this is the least surprising thing that happens in this chapter
2: yeah I so the the thing that I'm sort of starting to find interesting and I really wanna see where this if this gets resolved is Snape's capriciousness like does Snape's capriciousness when it when Harry's not in the room go away?
0: <laughs> mm. Is he only a dick to Gryffindor because Harry is there for it?
2: Right. But like is he a dick to Gryffindor when, when Harry's not in the room? Sure. And I I wanna know how if he hates Malfoy.
0: that is an interesting question that is interesting yeah and institutionally you'd think no but
1: personally
0: I bet Malfoy grates the shit out of him
1: yeah Yeah. Snape is not a dumb man
2: yes Um, and I also like we, we also get some sort of very interesting like overtones in his class I feel like I'm jumping ahead but I really don't remember exactly where we are in the chapter
0: um, uh, we're getting there. It's a, bit, okay. a few, more, so, few more notes so let's
2: down. let's Talk about that when
0: we get there. Okay. Uh, m- among the things that make me most happy in the chapter, and I found the funniest, the fact that Hedwig apparently has had a fan club throughout all these books, except <laughs> the other students, it warms the heart. I was adoring so, that. So you have to question why does Hedwig
2: have a fan club? Uh, the it's because she's we pretty. get in
0: the reason we get in, in text is that she's pretty.
2: And why is she pretty, Spencer?
0: Because
2: Don't shake your head, Sarah. You know exactly why.
1: I know why Go you're going to say.
0: Go on, BJ. Do we have any snowy owls
2: otherwise? Oh, <laughs>
0: Christ. Okay, letting that one hang there. Uh, thank you, BJ, for always selling something that I find amusing and wonderful. Uh, things I don't find amusing and well wonderful. Professor Benz is just proving every one of my concerns about Dumbledore's choices for how teachers get hired and retained at the school. That I, He purely just picks these people based on amusement. There's no other reason attached to this. What is the philosophy policy here? The guy would be perfectly happy lecturing an empty room. We directly have it said he'd be perfectly happy lecturing an empty room. You're not doing this for his benefit.
1: Is there anything truer, though, than some mediocre teacher getting tenure and taking it so far that he's dead?
0: And continuing still to Mm -hmm. do it and be boring as all goddamn toast. Yes, it tracks. Okay, so... that there that there isn't some magical
2: recording that can happen like this is the most college thing ever because i think that (laughs) all professors and all students would prefer that the professor lectures to an empty room and then the students consume it at their own uh leisure whatever i think that the only problem is that students need to ask questions because Inherently, they do, mm-hmm. and the easiest way to do that is to have them all in a room. Um, to but to be fair, it seems that in Hogwarts, no one's allowed to ask questions. So, so lecturing to an empty room that gets recorded, I think, might be the best way for all of these lectures to happen.
1: This is actually exactly how the school is run in. Um, I think in Naomi Novik's The Scalamant series, there are no yeah. teachers. Okay. <laughs> Mm.
0: I, I think part of my, of my biggest problems with Ben's is just he's teaching military history. He's talking about the Goblin Rebellions, and he's somehow making that boring as toast. Like, you'd have to work hard to make me bored in that class, yet he's pulling it off. On Professor's Island, I'm quite fond of, Grubbly Plank is rapidly jumping up the ranks of my favorite characters. Girl has swagger. I mean, <laughs> pipe and paper in hand, fixing owls everywhere, I'm here for it.
1: Yeah, the problem is that we all love Hagrid, but Grumbly Grubly Plank is actually great.
0: Uh, uh, Hag- Hagrid, Trelawney, Benz, all these teachers are just saying, Dumbledore, what you doing? <laughs> Did, are, are you just picking people that you find the most amusing in the world and giving them jobs? Why? Uh, H- Harry, I-, I want to like you. I want to think <laughs> well of you. Did you really hand over the owl with the secret letter still attached? Did you Really? Did McGonagall have to save your ass with respect to the secret letter from Sirius, just hanging out on the owl? You're handing to the you're, head, you're you're handing over to the vet. Is that the world we're still operating in? McGonagall's going to die before the end of this text because of <laughs> Harry. She can't deal with this stress anymore.
2: I mean, I think the the wild thing is that, and we know that uh, maybe this is character growth, but Harry's really never really cared about the welfare of his owl before. Particularly in 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 terms of like you know I have a message, so
0: something weird's going on. <laughs> I, I, I like that that B J. Your theory there almost in text tracks because when he hands over Hedwig to the vet, Hedwig looks betrayed. It's like <laughs> I don't have any concept of you actually giving me medical treatment. You must be abandoning me. Why? <laughs> and also and also when
2: he's taking Hedwig to Grubbly Plank, he's just like jostling her around like every time he does anything it's just it's just like she she's squawking and flapping on his shoulder or whatever it is and it's just like What you're you're not careful so so <laughs> clearly like you you don't really care it, it, it's, it, it's the like, start- oh my cat has a broken leg i'm going to put it in a cardboard box and just shake it around as, as we, <laughs> or, or and toss it in like the the bed of the truck and take turns at like the wildest speeds because we need to get there why not have fun while we do it <coughs> my,
0: my my horse is a gamely leg i'll ride it to the vet
2: and have it pull the cart because i'm not gonna sit on the horse that would be uncomfortable
0: okay okay maybe this is the start of a heel face turn maybe he's starting to care i uh, like
2: how, how we're all agreed that harry's a heel
0: In many many ways
2: Harry is not a face Like we 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 know this right Are you on board With this Sarah Yep Doesn't want to say it It's too much Of a Harry Potter fan To say it Harry is a
1: heel Harry is We're gonna Harry is the Seth Rollins Of heels He is technically A heel But he is beloved
0: Mm. He Mm. pops
1: every time He comes out
0: He's beloved And I don't think It's it's he's a heel, but he's beloved. He's not beloved not for being a heel. He's treated as a hero, even though he's a heel. Correct. Uh, Neville's rage, I'm here for it. Didn't expect how much I would be here for it. I generally don't like characters resorting to violence, but for this character, for this character growth, and in this instance, for the shit that Draco just said, let him go. Just the point. The points are worth it. Trick. Dr- I don't. Draco would have been a smear he had no concept that Neville had that in him and Neville was about to just you know use teeth with how much he
2: was going at this guy. I'm gonna say this here and I'm sorry Spencer because I have to say it here there, there's something that we won't get which is the Neville Rocky training montage that we desperately need in this series <laughs> like yeah I'm just hey, hey, I, I, I can't say anything else but we, we needed that, and I, right. I, I know it's not going
0: to happen. I, I thought I was in for the joke <laughs> for a second, but apparently I'm not. What? No? Okay. Put, put, put red strings
2: it. up, Spencer. <sighs>
0: I'm running out of colors. Uh, I another thing I really like. I like how apparent it is that Snape has been interrogated before, and that is mm-hmm. used to being questioned. Because mm-hmm. his style of answering questions is perfect. It is one word. It is answering only what is asked. It is misdirection at best when providing any degree of detail. This is a guy who has either been trained for the purpose of answering questions or has endured it many times previously. Spencer
2: really, really wants Snape to be his star witness. This is is clear. (laughs) He doesn't need a whole lot of witness prep. He needs just a little bit.
0: Um, If I could get witnesses to answer questions the way this guy is, particularly on defense, it would make my life so much easier. Uh, um, I... I do enjoy his. The weakness, though, that starts to bleed in is that he is so professionally peeved at Umbridge. Yes. It's the, the, and this personal. is one of the things I, I. I'd like that, you know, it would have been too easy that, like, you know, Harry hates Snape, so Snape's going to. on Team Umbridge. But he wouldn't be. No. He would hate this woman. He'd hate her violently. She is professionally undermining him and personally abhorrent. He would not enjoy this person's company at mm-hmm. any stage of the day.
2: So, I. I have a non sequitur and then two questions the non sequitur is i remember that at some point my dad was being prepped for like testimony and mm. was the worst because he <laughs> did he, he took the instructions to to the literal like place that they shouldn't go which is mm. like do you know what time it is yes and that's it and that that just makes you
0: it looks you look like a dick. Exactly. It, you know, anyway. It, it, it's the right mindset. Just dial it back a little bit. Just a little bit. Yes. A pure human. Um, walking... <laughs> so, is Snape
2: more reviled by Dolores Umbridge as a person, or what she's doing with Defense of the Dark Arts? Because there is... I, I imagine that Snape teaching Defense Against the Dark Arts would be a lot more like the crouch version, Mm. but harsher. Like, I think that people would come out of Snape's defense against, well, the ones that survived. I don't know that everybody would survive the class. I think that they would come out skilled. Like, this would be a you know, obstacle course, like military obstacle course style thing. Like, you're, you're gonna do it, you're gonna make it through, I'm gonna drag your ass through it, and you know kind of like a, a seer school
0: thing like i i very much picture it as if it, it would be oddly closer to how lupin was doing the subject mm-hmm. or it would be a lot of you know task-based exercises just with a significant higher risk of mortality
2: <laughs> yeah that's why i was going with crouch's version yeah but
0: yeah uh next for me uh I know it's, at this point Harry's always going to be offended with whatever Snape does, particularly whenever Snape gives him punishments, but making him write an essay to unpack why he messed up, that's actually just good teaching. Like, he messed up. He wasn't paying attention. His potion aired. His only assignment is to write an essay breaking down where he went wrong. That's like, that is a, actually a very on-point assignment if you want him to get him to learn how the thing works. So... Yeah. Harry, I, I understand you're always going to hate Snape and think he's got it out against you, but right there, at least, he's just being a good teacher. I feel like the complaint was more like, I don't
2: want to do more potions, rather than- Yes!
1: <laughs> the specifics of what the assignment work. was.
2: Yeah, like, yeah, I, 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 I think it was less about, like, I think it was more accepting, like, this is okay teaching, and I just don't like this subject.
1: Mm-hmm. And, I think that's fair. Yeah. Turns out uh, he does,
0: though. As it worked out, Umbridge is there to help him. <laughs> Quality teacher that she is, uh, quality teacher that she isn't. Trelawney on probation tracks. Yeah, it's like, it's like I, 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 at least in theory, feel bad for her just out of basic human empathy. But at the same time, this is not a competent teacher. This is one of the examples of well, yeah.
1: Only reason this person has a job is because Dumbledore's running the show. I so, like that. There's real like, she's a fraud, but she's our fraud vibes coming from. <laughs> all of this it kind of feels like she's one of the few
2: actual diviners but like she doesn't really know how it works and so to have it it, i think it's like we kind of should have this class i guess but since no one really knows how it works maybe we should just kind of have her up there and maybe somebody will get something useful because she like
1: you know who she have
0: grubbly planked Yeah, have Grubbly Plank teach it. Have her brought in as a consultant.
1: Do it that way. She's actually, um, she's a creative writing professor who has gotten hired in an MFA program (laughs) because they have a standout (laughs) novel that they've written, but have absolutely no idea how to teach or how to break down craft.
2: Yeah. Yeah. She feels like she would run an okay lab portion. Like, this is the stuff that I do. Like, we're going to try these things. Some of you might show some talent, but it doesn't really matter.
0: (laughs) -hmm. Uh, There is a thing that I'm realizing in these books, that whenever Fred and George succeed, I get sad.
1: (laughs) You and Hermione both.
0: (laughs) Yeah, their success is a failure for world order. It's like, I I also really, really appreciated the in-universe commentary, that they are brilliant in a manner that is in no way beneficial to humanity or tolerated
1: by society. They're going to make a lot of money, though. In that exact <laughs> vein, yes. This
0: is going to be a successful person in a way that humanity will regret.
2: But also, they're producing some incredibly useful things that I think other people could benefit from. I mean, they they have the perfect anti-emesis stuff. Things. No, oh, but sure. like, like that they're producing things. That, that probably have incredible uses that they're they're doing wild things with, and somebody could come in and be like, oh, this is, like, a thing that... They,
0: they they need, like, medical professionals just to shadow them, to let them know how certain things need to be licensed in a way that it would actually save lives, because they're never going to consider those potential uses.
2: They don't care, and that's kind of fine.
0: <laughs>
2: we also need Madame Pomfrey to
1: follow to- them around, for many reasons, <laughs> but... <laughs> Also, the fact they keep throwing up
0: to throwing up into a bucket repeatedly and then making the vomit disappear and then throw up again leaves me horrified of the implications of how they're able to keep doing that. Um, uh,
2: before we move on from this scene, because this scene is wild in a number of ways. I there are questions that I have on it, but I think the comment that I have is that it sounds like they're using a very a relatively advanced spell to get rid of their vomit.
1: Yeah. They're and, like w- really good
2: wizards, right? And I, like, For I just, their I own f- purposes. I, I feel like this just needs to sort of be pointed out every so often mm-hmm. because, and Hermione kind of points this out and lets the reader know by like, oh, they only have like a couple of owls, and and she, could, I think she, this is against her order in the world where people that are good wizards should be good in school, yes. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because clearly they're learning the things that are being taught mm-hmm. and it, it almost feels like they might be doing it better than she is <laughs> um maybe yeah that's kind of unclear but just like what they're using it for is uh an anathema term.
0: Mm-hmm. there are a few years ahead but yeah there is a a definite element of I'm not mad, I'm disappointed when it comes to Hermione's read on these two characters. Like, you could be accomplishing so much more. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think that
2: there's also the I'm mad because because you're throwing away the thing that I want. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, you're, you're treating so casually what I've worked so hard to achieve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I am fully with Sirius uh, rather than uh, Mrs. Weasley on the importance of them getting training here. It's like, you know... As BJ's, you said, the books are getting less funny, more serious, more with an omnipresent sense of danger and dread I mean, and somebody may die.
2: He's a little bit more out in the world and fairly accepted, so... Shh.
0: No. But sure. Yes. They're getting uh, a little more serious. <clears throat> um, that one hurt so much. <laughs> <laughs> <It> really did. <laughs> I need a second. Um, but... I understand Molly's just, you know, parental protection kind of mindset, but they actually do need skills at this point. I'm not sure when exactly this is going to become a shooting war, but I'm increasingly feeling sooner rather than later.
2: I think Molly can't accept that expulsion isn't the worst thing, and them getting killed is. Mm -hmm. Like, how do you deal with that as a parent and not take your kids out of school kind of thing? And I think yeah. that that that's kind of a Hogwarts probably is a safe place for them. Mm-hmm. So them getting kicked out would be way worse because then not only can't they use magic in the world, I assume, because they're minors, and so the only place that they can use magic is Hogwarts. That's a question that <laughs> um, I didn't realize that I had.
0: <laughs> Come back to that one. That was, I mean, fun to ask. <laughs>
2: Anyway, so so it's kind of like a. Maybe if she tells them that they're, they're not allowed to do this, they'll be sneakier. I, like, I, you know, I don't know what exactly her mindset is, but like, there's there's no win for her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and as we talked about before, she like so much of the rest of the generation lived through a war and is just doing everything in her power to try to keep her children away from that because yeah. she saw what results. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's even if they win, there's not going to be any winners. Yeah. Uh, notably, to wrap things up, this feels like the actual first display of magical power on Umbridge's part. That she previously had been kind of just using tortious artifacts in terms of wielding magic, but had not been really using something that was flashy or notable. But her stepping in to ward off Sirius feels like this is actually a notable bit of magical power of this character that I didn't necessarily know that she had. She almost was coming across... Powder. Yeah, it's just blue what? powder. Yeah, Is that purely what it is? Is just she just... Stepped in, stepped into the flu pattern. Did it? How did she even know that Sirius was there?
1: The communications are being watched.
0: That is a broad way of describing what is happening. I mean, I kind of want to know more the mechanics of.
1: Yeah, I don't like. Uh, it's it's unclear exactly how she knows, but like clearly she has networks um, that are watching, and it could be that like the power is in having those networks watched if they're not being physically watched by people um, necessarily. Okay. I don't know. I mean,
2: I. Th- I think that mm-hmm. they were sort of there seems to be a if flus are being used mm-hmm. like it, it's it's like a train moving in a train station kind of deal where like somebody sort of knows about it and no 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 one really interferes with it on a regular basis
0: mm-hmm.
2: but it also seems like sirius is doing something weird mm-hmm. with the flu because mm-hmm. like he's basically keeping a train in between stations and so, that it's at Hogwarts and that this is being monitored means
0: that he's holding sticky keys down on a computer and starting to make the beeping noise. Yeah,
1: and I think too, I I can't remember if we actually get an answer to how she's monitoring um, the flu networks, but I think that there is something because the flu networks are regulated by the Ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, that she already has sort of an in with with those particularly. Um, and then I think okay, that what? I think that Filch is watching the mail.
0: Well, I I actually appreciate you guys doing this because I prefer this explanation. I found it weird that she suddenly just is wielding magical power. Yeah. I Kind of preferred that she doesn't and is kind of an anathema in the wizarding world because she doesn't.
2: Mm-hmm. It'd be really funny if she was a squib. I, it would be in keeping that she's a squib in my mind.
1: Yeah, with the sort of complexes that she seems to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And like her, her sort of abhorrence of magic. Yeah, and I feel. I feel like it would be just like a. Uh, well, there's an easy way to take out a lot of magic, and that's to align with somebody who is probably going to kill a whole lot of magic users. Yeah, doesn't matter that anyway.
0: Um, that that finishes me up on Newbie's notes. Uh, Sarah, who wins the house cup? Who wins and who loses the house cup this week?
1: Oh, points. Um, <laughs> how do we do this? <laughs> I don't, this is, um, it's an interesting chapter because there's a lot going on and we have a lot of options. We have a lot of people in the chapter, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I don't know that we get enough things actually, like, happening, happening for any of our three main characters to be winners or losers in this chapter, um,
0: they're they're really kind of passive observers. Yeah, this chapter. they're kind they're of just kind of walking understand. around
1: talking to people. Um, so, but I do think that we have like good and bad things happening to a lot of our ancillary characters. So I would put forward as an option. I I would put forward Angelina as a loser of this chapter.
2: Her, her and Trelawney. I yeah. think, would be.
1: I, th- I think, I think they're both, both options. perfectly, mm-hmm.
0: perfectly fair. Because uh, from Angelina's perspective, this is the only thing she cares about mm-hmm. in the world, and it is. And she has hostage.
1: done nothing personally
0: to. <laughs> and her best—it's her best player's responsibility for it, from her perspective. And she's been inclined in the past to blame him for it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I would also put forth Snape
1: as a loser. Yes. Just because of his interaction with Umbridge
2: yes because so this is the first on-screen moment that we have where like or one of the on-screen moments that we have where where his not teaching defense against the dark arts is like really thrown in his face Mm -hmm. like a like not i didn't i just didn't get the position but kind of the person that's doing it is investigating him questioning him as a teacher like just like, he, he's standing up to it, mm-hmm. but, like, this is sort of, like, the ministry, like, the representative of the ministry is trying to cut him off at the knees. Yeah. And it, it's not Dumbledore saying, like, no, like, I like you in potions, like, I understand that this is what you want to do, but, but like, I'd prefer you here. Hmm. Um. Anyway, so, so, like, I don't think he really suffers for it, I just sort of want to mention that as, like, a... I think that there's more yeah. going on here, and I think that this might be like we have a lot of evidence for this, but this is I think a little bit more of a uh, do don't say of of Snape coming over to the good side.
0: <laughs> this, this is a heel face turn.
2: <laughs> I mean, we've already had it. Like we, we He's know, he's always he's Snape always actually in a face. Harry in the. Uh, Quidditch match, and like... It's... He's always
0: been a good guy, he just also hates Harry, which is <laughs> I love. <Yes. laughs> it's like, and we're kind of in the same mindset, really. Uh, 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 Tre- Trelawney, though, is an easy sell in terms yeah. of it, you know having the worst day ever, of where she she's been having a rough time with Umbridge anyway, but now, now it's been written to paper. She's on probation. Her career is under threat, and much as she sucks at it, she clearly enjoys it
1: yeah so i I, that's I, a rough road. I i buy trelawney i buy trelawney for the for loser of this chapter winner is a little harder i have a, what? I
0: have a recommendation please umbridge the, the mm. umbridge is almost comes across as almost all powerful this chapter in terms of the in, in, the <laughs> state of terror she has everybody else in how all their plans are going out the window and everybody else is now playing catch up to where she is
1: but i don't how- think that we see enough like i don't think that we see specific wins from her this chapter, right? Um, I would put forth Malfoy for that. Malfoy is, a, is I think, a good, is a good choice because t- the Quidditch team is reinstated. He gets to hmm. brag about his father's connections. He almost gets hit by Neville, but he doesn't actually, and then Snape comes in to save the day for him. Hmm. So I think that that's a good... I think Malfoy is a good choice. Um,
2: um, Grubbly, Plank, and... Uh McGonagall also kind of had
0: it, I
1: think McGonagall I, is too annoyed To yeah. have a good day But Grubbley's trying like to just be living her life And having a good time with it Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah You know, uh, Grubbley's an interesting choice cause It's like, you know, when Harry just walks in the staff room And she's just, you know, spoken a Pipe reading the paper She's having a great morning like It she, this nice is a, This is a teacher who knows how to chill Like none of the other teachers do
1: I'm going to uh, give it to Grubbly Blank. I'm not sure that we get... She's going to have another
2: She kind of feels option. like the Churchill of
0: Hogwarts. Not enough alcohol. We have
2: no idea
0: what's in the mug. Very fair. Very
2: fair. Um, and I seem to remember that Churchill would just pour whiskey in mugs,
0: but that might be... Head there, there's a YouTube. There's a YouTube yeah. video I'll send you of at least what he would... It was published by his aides of what he would drink in a day. Mm. It's a couple YouTubers just try to drink that in a day and oh function. Oh, God. And smoke in a day. That The cigars were what really Ugh. messed about up. Ugh. Like, the drinking, I think you can build
2: a tolerance to. I don't understand how you can build a tolerance to that many cigars.
0: No. The, the, the cigars was a bigger problem. They also, the drinking was, he would drink, like, two bottles of champagne. So it wasn't even just, like, the alcohol. It was just the amount of liquid alcohol that was going into it. God. Um, but <sighs> okay should we go on to questions and quibbles yes yes we should Br- briefly briefly we'll confine ourselves lies so we have many many mind. chapters to quibbles. come
2: <laughs> and i mean so what happens to non-students and what happens to non-students once they become 18
0: or whatever the majority is that they need to be
1: you mean if you've been expelled
0: yeah, yeah but the restrictions on magical use remain in place
1: mm-hmm yeah okay. uh, um yeah i i think that i think they do um i'm not sure can you not attend a school
2: like i guess get we get your ged
1: did,
2: did we ever address
0: that correspondence school
2: yeah correspondence school um i mean uh, no like, i don't because yeah, i don't know it, it's interesting if the invitation to come to hogwarts is basically a uh jail sentence <laughs> like like it is your invite to Hogwarts also a, if you don't do this and you do any magic, which you do because you're a wizard, maybe it's only powerful wizards. I don't remember if we, I think we talked about it, but like yeah. the inc- incidental magic that, I mean, I think the the headcanon that I that I'm, I go with is like, you do magic and Hogwarts teach you how to control it, sort of as you, you know, Mm-hmm. are that, age. yeah,
1: more or less, I also wonder, so i i wa- i wonder i i I don't know, but I wonder if it's a weird sort of like puberty thing where if you don't get trained in some way and get get a wand and do the whole thing if like the accidental magic goes away. It's a, right if it if you kind of age huh. out of the accidental magic um, once you hit puberty.
2: I guess I my imagination is that you only do accidental magic if you like don't get trained, and so it's a real problem if you don't show up. But then you just sort of leak magic, and the ministry like loses their shit.
1: Maybe I don't. We and don't see any of those people, people I right? Bet like that would happen. May, maybe
2: that, that, that it, this yeah. is like the. Uh, uh, we probably shouldn't reference it, but like you know some of the the natives sent to schools kind of thing and and they, they find graves of, of untrained wizards that, that refuse to uh, go to Hogwarts or whatever uh, because they would just do incidental magic. and that was you know part of their rituals and, and that's fine, but like we can't tolerate that in, in, in uh, the British Isles.
1: I don't. I, that might. It, that might be the case. In all honesty, I'm. I'm not sure. We don't ever see anyone who. Um, doesn't go to school. Doesn't go to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um. L-
0: Limit, limited lens into the universe. Yeah. Uh, Sarah. Bewitched knitting needles. Thoughts. <laughs> Best thing ever saucer's apprentice waiting to happen this they feel like this is a product that's being marketed to you
1: um
2: or or it's the worst thing ever because this is basically the machine
1: it's a machine knitting yeah it's it's just
2: like why why the whole fun is to or when you
1: yeah not for me um hermione seems to have her goal is different than my goal is with knitting let's say
2: so spencer I'm I'm going to get you programs that you can install and they will play video games for you and you can just sit and watch. How do you feel about that?
0: I feel like I very much want to start throwing wooden shoes into looms. Yes, that is what... That, that, this is one of the options I was giving Sarah here and I'm happy to know she went full Luddite about this.
1: Yeah, no no interest in that.
0: <laughs> I mean, in in that and and I guess not not
2: referencing the, the, the Harry Potter stuff that we do, I'm, I'm a little surprised that you don't spin... Um, or maybe you do, and I don't know about it yet.
1: I have before. Um,
2: yeah.
1: But I've only done it with like the little hand um, drop okay, spindles, yeah. so I don't, yeah. I don't do it very much, and I'm not very good at it. Um, I would, however, take a spell that would weave in my ends for me. This is mm. far and away the worst part of knitting, and I would prefer to never have to do it again.
2: I feel like you should just commit to, to not doing it. Just like put pretty things on, on the, the hangers <laughs> off and just like make it a thing. That's your signature. Just, you know, bedazzle them or whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll try that on my next sweater and see how quickly see the how cats attack me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, OK, so this disappearing spell from from the oh, for the vomit.
1: From the Weasley's Mm
2: -hmm. for the vomit and the gross potions. Mm -hmm. Is there a septic tank or something? Like what 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 is your headcanon here? Are are, is this things are disappearing from the universe and
1: No, it's gotta go I think it's gotta go somewhere.
0: Conservation of matter.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: I think house Um, elves have to deal with it eventually.
0: Uh, everything, everything rolls downhill.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Is this how the toilets work? And also, yes, actually, it is. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Um, is there a limit to like what you can do with this? Like, th- this seems like you know. Can you use it on? I mean, sentient things.
1: Like, mm. Mm. I don't. I don't think so. I think that this is one of those. I think that there are like spells to send sentient things away. Yeah. you, but, you know, we've talked before about, like, how the magic kind of works because it's oddly specific. Um, yeah. Especially as it gets higher level. As it gets more complicated, it gets more specific. Um, so yeah. it would, it would, in all honesty, not surprise me if whatever spell they're using... We, we don't get the what they say during the spell, do we? So it would not no. at all surprise me if this was a spell specifically for making Vomit disappear into a particular... God. <laughs>
2: well i i think it says that like they're using this i think it's heavily implied at least that you're using the same spell that snape it. i think it might have been said oh before.
1: like the Scourgeify spell spell Is it? or no the one that he used to make harry's harry's gross well maybe it's disability. only for <laughs> gross things gross things for goodbye gross, for gross liquids in a contained space so 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 they have ggg gross flushing mechanisms for number one and
2: number two yeah i think so <laughs> it, it, it's a spell saving flush system yes. <laughs> i
0: i have no further questions
1: <laughs> spencer's done S- spencer rests
0: <laughs> i hereby concede the rest of my time to the honorable individual from maryland
1: no please don't <laughs>
2: Uh, I think that's a note that we can end okay. on. I, I, I like this as the final question. Um,
1: I'm sure that your quest- other questions, will still be relevant later <laughs> in other yeah, chapters. I, I
2: think that there isn't yeah anything more in this chapter. But um, so, Spencer, our... it's time to look at the picture. Yeah,
1: our next oh. chapter, Chapter 18, Dumbledore's Army. Oh,
2: um, <laughs> we have we have uh, you know a, a warrior of many hats.
0: <laughs> oh God i'm presuming this is dobby yeah
1: we have a house elf i will confirm that this is dobby um who seems who is currently wearing as far as i can count eight hats yeah multiple pairs of socks i can't really see what's going on with that and at least two scarves maybe three i think it's three
2: i feel like dobby has gotten sharper like a little bit more like pointier
1: yeah yeah Maybe it'd be interesting to go I, I really back thought in, for a second he meant like
0: sharp-dressed them. man. Yes, <laughs>
1: well, he, is, he is looking pretty fly, Spencer. <laughs>
0: hey, the scarf works. The scarf I think works.
1: Scarves. Yeah, Scarves. he's pretty fly for an elf guy. <laughs> hmm. Okay, well, this has been fun, y'all. <laughs> it has. Looking forward to the next chapter.